1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network.
3: Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
2: Westworld is back and it's less... Something again. <laughs> <laughs> Westworld is back, but it's less Westworld than ever. It's future mm. world. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, or as they call it,
3: regular world we live in. <laughs> right, yes. God, it sure is a great day in regular world we live in. Ah, kill a robot.
2: Ah, <laughs> That's regular though.
3: Yeah, that's pretty regular. We're used to it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking about West. Wouldn't change it for the world.
3: <laughs> West world.
2: We're not in that anymore no. though. It's impressive. Yep. <laughs> Uh, we are, though, of course, talking about Westworld, the original movie from 1973. Yeah. Uh, much requested because we put a poll up on Patreon requested. That's right. Mm. Very good. Thank you. To see whether people wanted to see this. Yeah. Turns out they did. There you go. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah. Uh, well, if, probably a bunch of people all watching it together. I'd imagine. No doubt. I've never seen. Th- I'd never seen this movie. Me neither.
2: Also, if you could leave a like on this video, that'd be great because I'm about to set the scene oh, yes. for Westworld 1973. I want you to imagine the future. Oh of 1983 when this movie is set (laughs) oh my god right you can go to a cowboy theme park for a thousand dollars a day well, that's a bargain. I know. It seems to be, right? Right, pretty good. In 83, I looked it up, comparable to like $4,000 a day today. Yeah, right, okay. It's an insane amount of money. Yeah. But it's doable.
3: Yeah. Isn't it? In, in the TV series, I think it's like 100 grand a day or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. So, well,
2: that's in the future, isn't it? Yeah. Or as we call it, the future. It's still in the future, isn't it? <laughs> For us.
3: As far as we know. Yeah, that's yeah. right.
2: So if you've seen the show, it's the same premise because they've got different worlds. In this, they've got Roman world. Medieval world also. Uh, guns also don't work on humans until they do. But really, uh, Westworld is just about just old dudes banging robots. <laughs> 100%. 100%. The intro of this movie is, is so boring.
3: It's so boring. It's it's a bad start because it's just... There's some good stuff later, and I want to talk yeah, about some good stuff later. But it opens on just an ad for Westworld, but it's not even, look at the thrilling things you can do in Westworld. It's a boring wooden man asking people who've been to Westworld what they did at Westworld. Yeah. It's just it's just a guy standing with a microphone going, "Hello, what is your name and what what have you done at Westworld?" and they're like, "My name's John and I'm an accountant and I married a princess in Westworld." Mm. Can we see that? No. (laughs) Definitely not.
2: Absolutely not. I did some terrible things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Even though there's cameras on everyone all the time in this universe, apparently. I don't care
3: because I'm rich. I've got $1,000 a day. Yeah.
2: You know what's interesting about this version of Westworld? Yes. It's kind of pre the video game boom. Yeah. Right? Mm. So I feel like the appeal of this, like a theme park where you can do anything and there's no laws and you're the king there and Mm. you can basically do whatever you want. You can be the sheriff or you can kill the sheriff. It doesn't matter. You
3: can... Rob a bank, or you can stop the bank robbers. You can be the bank. Oh my god, that's
2: right! <laughs> Come get your money, <laughs> fellas. Now, with the uh, in the future, or as we call it, the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with amazing TV shows and video games, and yeah. also theme parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'd go to this. Right,
3: <laughs> you know. Now imagine how they feel. I've been to
2: Sovereign Hill. Yeah.
3: Now imagine. There's how they a be- local reference. Right. Now imagine how they feel in the future, or as they call it, the regular world. <laughs> They'd have so many great video games.
2: Absolutely they would. Yeah. You know what's interesting about this movie, though? Mm-hmm. It is the creation of Michael Crichton who yeah. also directs. And, of course,
3: people will know that he wrote the original novel of Jurassic Park. That's right. So I guess his, his vibe is create a, a world, like an amazing world, yep. and just imagine all the, the fantastic things you can do in it, but not so much... A plot. He's not a plot guy.
2: <laughs> sure. It's it's a lot of... I know his books are a lot about exploring technology and yeah, the ramifications uh-huh. of. Yeah. Jurassic Park is a lot of, like... Look at these different genomes. The book I'm talking about. Yeah, right, right, right.
3: Exactly. Because this movie is a brisk 88 minutes. And I would say the plot doesn't really kick in until about an hour. You mean when the robots start killing people? Yes. It's a
2: very, there's a lot of dicking about up until that point.
3: But that's the thing. It's a lot of, okay, so I want to, one of the things I enjoyed about this Mm. is the two main, the two leads. Yes. So it's James Brolin, who is Thanos's dad, obviously. Of course. And then I think his name's Richard... Benjamin, yeah, uh, who is an actor, and I think he he's directed some, some movies since then. Yeah, right, okay. But I feel like the these guys have a great chemistry. Yeah, you've got you've got James Brolin. He's like a beautiful golden boy, and then you've got a. You've got Richard Benjamin's this kind of like, he's big old mustachioed man. These two are like the quintessential 1970s dudes. Like you could tell me that they're any famous 1970s duo. And I would believe you. <laughs> I, you could be like, it's Starsky and Hutch. It's the captain and Tennille. It's all three Charlie's angels. I'd be like, sure it is. Why not?
2: <laughs> it's some of Gilligan's Island. But they're just,
3: but they're just, it's just them like messing about and kind yes. of like, Hey, let's.
2: But I think that's appealing there. It is. Because it, didn't exist in oh, any yeah, form. Right, right, so right. I think for people then seeing all these Western shows that they grew up with, being able to live, live that with them, no yeah. consequences, yeah. that's mind blowing. Now it's like, who gives a get shit? To the point. We've got Grand Theft Auto yeah, this... and the one with horses. What? Grand Theft Horses. <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
3: This movie, pretty much, it's the first episode of the TV series. It's two guys going into Westworld. Yeah. One of them's been there before. One's never been in they there. Take a long time and to they, get into that world. They, they, though, and they kind they? of learn about. Westworld but this movie has like less plot than one episode of the TV series oh absolutely you
2: know someone argued the TV series has too much plot yeah, going on at any one time oh
3: my god who's even responsible for what's happening in Westworld who this is
2: always in a robot and I does it know. matter it, yeah. d- it does not matter
3: but I in this I liked in this one in the TV series like they, they're about to enter Westworld and they go and they're, they rush it in and there's this you know endless row of like these beautiful costumes oh. they can wear and hats <laughs> yes. and, and weapons and like you could you craft your personality you can be the, the hero or villain or yeah. you know who whoever you want it's to like be. It's like creating a video game avatar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in this one, it's just like, yeah, go into that white room and there's like, a <laughs> couple of drawers and some shelves. Get an old pair of jeans. Yeah. It's fine. It's only a thousand a day though, isn't yeah. it? What do you expect? You get to pick your own shaving brush though. That's which very true. I think they just team. got all the extras clothes and just put them in a pile and was like, yeah, take some of that. I
2: love the jaunty number that plays as they're putting on yeah. their clothes. Uh-huh. Incredible. Mm. And I also love... I think it's supposed to be a hovercraft flying in over Westworld and you look out the window and that thing is just bouncing up and down like a basketball, mate, because it's that rear projection situation, obviously. uh It's absolute insanity on that ship. The robots I find really interesting, especially yes. for the time. You uh-huh. can tell by their hands whether or not they're robots. They're looking at them when when they haven't done that makeup. They've obviously just got regular human hands and they didn't really do anything sure. to it. The idea behind the eyes is they have light reflecting contact, so that's why you can see that, that shimmer that comes off of. I it. see. Also, they appear to spill paint when you shoot them. But also the people <laughs> do as well. It would seem there's a lot of squib action in yeah, this. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, sure, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, it's it's a lot of good ideas. Yeah, like there's a scene in this. I think it might be not in the theatrical version, but it's in some other versions. But it's it's basically the the all these scientists talking about why the robots are going wild. Yeah, and one of them's like, yeah, it's some of these computers were built by other computers, so we don't really understand yeah. how they work. And I'm like, that's really interesting. They've got some kind of Computer disease. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) A disease, if you will, and hear me out, of the computer.
2: (laughs) Why, this is madness. (laughs) Yeah, apparently, though, uh, Michael Crichton was kind of confused by the response to the making of this. He said he was intimidated by the audience reaction because it was enjoyed. People liked it, but he said...
3: Enough to warrant a sequel and a TV That's series. Right. And then and a, another, another TV yeah, series.
2: Exactly. He said the laughs were in the wrong places and there's extreme tension where I hadn't planned it. So he felt the reaction and the picture for him was out of control. I presume the bit that he's talking about where people laughed in the wrong place is that snake bite where yeah, he's just flailing right. about.
3: <laughs> so James Brolin's character, <laughs> he learns that the the stuff is not going wrong in the park when a snake, which is not supposed to bite, they're, they're supposed to attack people but always miss. Yeah. But it gets him in the arm and he just flails around wildly. <laughs> From if, different angles. For a good 30 <laughs> seconds,
2: yeah. What I also love about that is they run out of town and go, man, we're loving this World. We're $1,000 a day in. Let's just sit on these rocks in the middle of nowhere. Okay, but they get to smoke. They so did get to That's sm- pretty like, good, right? Well, it was 1983. You could still smoke <laughs> you know, it anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I just need to say this. James Brolin looks fucking exactly like Christian Bale. It's frightening. Right? If you were like yeah. that's Christian Bale's dad.
3: Yeah. 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 Starsky or Hutch. <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> I'd exactly. Be like, yeah,
2: of course it is. He's, he's less Josh Brolin than he is Christian Bale, I feel. Mm. Anyway, that that's just something I feel. The other thing I guess is we we haven't touched on yet is Yul Brenner's role in this yeah, movie. Yeah, right. Uh he was hot off the back of a number of huge roles over the decades, The King and I, The Magnificent Seven, obviously. And the reason I bring that up is because the character from this is dressed... Nearly exactly as the same as his character from that movie. Yes, uh-huh. I do wonder whether within this universe, Yul Brenner actually exists, and they took his likeness th- right, for this movie, uh-huh. or, it's or just his just actual unrelated. face, or his face they just took maybe, it right off. Him. Maybe
3: the most valuable part of that <laughs> that gunslinger unit is his face because it is removable.
2: It certainly uh-huh. is. Not a bad effect either. Pretty there's good. a nice little cowboy switch. No pun intended. <laughs> you know when the the scientist moves in front of him and then they pull back and yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's the, the body double. But apparently at the time in the 1970s, uh, Yul Brenner was suffering. Past. Yes. That's right, for us, (laughs) not the people at the time. No, that was the president, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was suffering financial difficulties and he was in desperate need of money. Uh, And with no other uh, movie in the work or offer coming his way, he took the price of $75,000, this movie, which is... I mean, it's still a hell of a lot of uh, money for mm-hmm. that time. Yes, someone gave me seventy five thousand dollars. Now they're like, "Well, I'm done for the year, aren't I? I'm just <laughs> exactly, going to shut yeah. down." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But
3: how many, how many the uh, strange wives, ex wives, do you have?
2: That's a good point. And yeah. he, had, I think he was married three times. Uh-huh. I did look into that. But seventy five thousand dollars, that can get you seventy five days in Westworld, my friend. Oh my god! Oh my goodness!
3: <laughs> I could be bitten by so many snakes. <laughs> exactly. Uh
1: but yeah, should we I, talk about the plot? Yeah, but.
2: In the sense that there isn't one, yes. but I couldn't believe it was Josh Brolin who dies in this. James Brolin. whatever Christian Bale. I, I can't believe <laughs> right. he was the one because he's kind of the cool, handsome one, yeah, right?
3: But I, but I, that's, I mean, that's, that's what I liked about it, though. Yeah, I thought that was. But, good. But I feel like that's the that's kind of prototypical horror movie. Is the one you don't if it's a cool, hunky, muscly man who's lives goes, you know, survives yeah. to the end, and he's the one survivor, and he's facing the killer yeah. robot. You go. You'll be fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. But what you want is you want a little mustachio
0: like man. When, yeah,
2: to pull through. It's yeah. like when Chris Hemsworth crashed into that force field in
0: Captain oh, in, in, in the Woods. Like Chris exactly, Hemsworth
2: got this. He doesn't. He doesn't dead. got this exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, there's
0: yeah. like
3: Dracula's
2: yeah. and shit running yeah. about.
3: That being said, though, I feel like maybe there could there should have been. A third party? A third party in this, like a, yeah. like another guest. Well, there's like because towards the end, it's just this one guy. He's not talking to anyone. No. He's just
2: running about. I guess what they do there, they supplement that by having the adventures of some guy we don't care about oh, in a castle. Fix- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And guy fixing a jeep. And guy fixing a jeep. Incredible. Yeah. I, I think though the chase between Yul Brenner's character and Mr. Mustache. Yes. It's got some great moments of tension. Mm-hmm. Apparently not on purpose. <laughs> okay, <right. laughs> but uh, but it's very laborious for a lot of it, I yeah. feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting though because Michael Crichton felt also that the things that people took from this movie were the wrong thing. Like people remembered the killer robots. Oh yes. But the purpose of this story is bureaucracy and corporations running amok and just being, you know, despite machines building machines and snakes biting people when they shouldn't, uh-huh. they decide not to shut it down. That's also a very Jurassic Park kind exactly, of thing. Exactly, yeah.
3: But, that being, but I think it's much better portrayed in yes. Jurassic Park. I didn't get that at all from this. Because even in this movie... You just remember the robots, oh, right? Well, I just remember the robot, but also the scientists are like, this seems like a problem, we should shut it down. They're not like, but we're making so much money, yeah. let's not shut it down.
2: They really lean into that more in Jurassic Park, don't they?
3: And they lean into it very heavily in the in the, the New West world. Yes, absolutely. But, but in this one, I feel like, but I guess maybe maybe corporate responsibility was a little different in the 70s. Yeah, I absolutely.
2: Guess. We've actually got a recurring segment of the show. Uh, people know this. It's trivia related. It's called Pave the Way, That's What I Say. And that's when we talk <laughs> about things from this movie in particular that pave the way for future things.
3: Oh, like we do every week. Like we do every Incredible.
2: week. Incredible, let's do it. Oh, we've you mentioned the obvious parallels to jurassic park and i think lessons learned mm. from this probably but also i
3: think maybe michael crichton who builds his worlds yes needed a hand of like a steven spielberg to be like okay here's how you establish a world in 10 minutes yep now action
2: now lesson. i have a giant pile of shit in my film right your film did not have that and <laughs> yes. which is better
0: exactly that's right <laughs> if we're honest yeah
2: <laughs> yeah this is also the first film with cgi Oh, yeah. which bits? The CGI vision? The vision, exactly. The, ro- the robot vision? Uh, and I'm not talking about like monitor graphics in movies, which mm. you, you also saw. Yeah, so apparently it took eight hours to produce each 10 seconds of footage from the Gunslinger's pixelated point of view. Oh. I just presumed that was some kind of filter they put right. over it or something. <laughs> like,
3: a, like a colander, maybe. Yeah, exactly. In front, <laughs> That's what in front of, I, of the lens. Because you know how
2: you look through a kaleidoscope, I just figured it was some kind of lens kind of distortion going yeah. on there, but actually computer generated. And people in the 70s would have assumed that because yeah. they,
3: lo- they loved kaleidoscopes back in the day they're that's like right. oh that, my god any kind of entertainment please. that was like
2: their Game Boy because they were in the past to that's us right. I mean to them it was the present that's right Game yes. Boys were kaleidoscopes mm. yeah and probably yo-yos and probably just... wait
3: yo-yos were kaleidoscopes
2: yes wow that's right and punching people was that was what you did you just punched people <laughs> friends family <laughs> didn't matter did it that's right that was primetime TV baby <laughs> the other thing is John Carpenter baby. the old Brady
3: bunch <laughs> Ready, punch. <laughs> Very
2: good. The other thing is John Carpenter uh, based the indestructible nature of the killer Michael Myers off oh, your Brenner. Oh, there you go. Uh, similarly, Arnold Schwarzenegger used uh, Brenner's performance as the basis for his role in The Terminator. Oh. And there is obvious parallels there because also you got the vision. They're both robots, obviously. That's right. Arnold was also going to do a remake in the early 2000s before he became governor. The idea yeah, was I remember that. to yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. bring this back. And this hasn't been... Mention anywhere, but I feel like the heat vision distortion that's the predator, right? They've taken that from the predator. Oh, the predator, sorry, took that from this.
3: Oh, maybe, yeah. I'm but guessing. In, but in predator, they were like, what if it worked? <laughs> you know, what if he could see things? What if he could see what things? What if he wasn't distracted by torches and oh, my goodness. warm baths and such? You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what, a, what a thing that doesn't. Doesn't I don't quite buy in this. Is apparently in this in this universe in the in Westworld you get accosted by this gunslinger every day. Like you shoot him to death. I think some people uh, are. But then, but then he keeps coming back. he would be like, this is broken. The reality oh, yeah, of this, it's, exactly. Because make it's, it a different guy. You're absolutely
2: right because it is supposed to be the reality of it should never be shattered. Yeah. even though they just bring in people in hazmat suits every night what? to pick up the bodies uh-huh. and but prepare everybody's the bar. in bed. That's it also another another. Little I difference. do not. No one's going to bed. It right? was seventies, I guess. Yeah. Wasn't it?
3: So then another another little difference between this and the TV series is the new TV series is in the TV series Westworld is happening just nonstop. Yeah. But in this, it seems to be like midnight till six, switching it off. <laughs> everybody's going nine nine. This go to bed or you're a communist. That's right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, you're right, 100. There'd be everybody would have an bender. Just, yeah. uh, just they'll be like, "I'm here for a week, seven day bender." Here we go.
2: Absolutely. Another is.
3: scene that I enjoyed. There's a scene where there's a bar fight happening behind the two main
2: guys, mm. and they're just like chilling. Yeah. That's a good that's a good scene. Yeah. Well, I guess because you would because it doesn't really matter, does it? Right. Yeah, apparently this also leaned into a lot of the Western tropes on purpose. Oh, sure, yeah. I feel like some of them come across at this point as, like, a bit laborious because we've seen them a million times before and a million times yeah. after. Mm-hmm. But I like that these characters enjoy kind of being in these scenarios, I guess. Yeah. The other thing is, this is a big hit. It was made for $1.2 million. That's not a lot, it, lot of money. That's not a lot, lot of money. <laughs> lot of money. <laughs> but it made ten, which sounds I, I deliberately
3: mumbled that, so <laughs> maybe it was a lot of money in the 70s. I don't know. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was a little bit of money. A little bit of money. Yeah, Yeah, so... uh, But it made $10 which sounds ridiculous nowadays. Uh But that's a big return. That's right. That's the present, though, for you, isn't it? That's right. Unless you're watching this in the future, in which case this is the past. Mm. Also, fuck off if you're from the future. We don't want you here. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know things that we don't and we hate that. Yeah, tell us all the things. Yeah, please do. Leave it to the comments. This also made huge money in home rentals because that was just kind of taking off at the time. And
3: I I remember that VHS cover
2: with with that Yul brunette
3: face coming off. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) yeah. Never rented it, but could have. Oh, any, <laughs> any
2: day you could right? have. Right? Could yeah. have,
3: exactly. When, yeah. you know, new episodes of Biker Mice from Mars were getting a bit thin <laughs> on the ground, maybe I'd rent that.
2: <laughs> Probably not, though. Probably not. Michael Crichton also, uh, he re-edited the first cut of this movie because he found it long and boring. There's a bunch of deleted scenes. Uh, can you imagine this being like more boring? boring? Stuff than, yeah, I, I, I really love hate on this. Yeah, Because right? there's a, there's so much I like. But uh, there was another there was a bank robbery, uh, there was a sales room. Which rooms. we don't see. No. In the, the
3: version I saw anyway, it's like man, we could have been involved in that bank robbery and they're like, nah, don't worry about it.
2: We got stuff to do. We got stuff to do. Uh, there was a sales room sequence. Uh, the hovercraft uh, flying over the desert. They took that out because apparently the effect wasn't very good. Uh, there was additional and longer dialogue. Uh, there are more scenes of robots going crazy and, and, kill, oh, come and on. killing killing guests. More of those, uh, including a scene where a guest is tied to a rack and killed when his arms are pulled off. Oh. There's a longer chase scene with the gunslinger. The gunslinger is cleaning his face with water after the acid situation. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff that was that was not put in, which I think this film benefits from taking out that being said I would have put all the murders in right keep the murders in <laughs> keep all the murders in
3: have, have everybody's arms get torn off that's right that's what happens after you <laughs> leave and that would be intriguing because right at the start of the movie the guy would be interviewing people and be like how did, did you enjoy your time at Westworld and the guy would shout up with no arms and be like I loved it I
2: loved Westworld <laughs> Uh, of course there is a sequel You mentioned it It's called Future World Set three years later What is it? I've no idea Set in the future though Set in it? the future
3: But do they call it present world <laughs> In the movie oh, god! Are they like Okay today we're all Going to enter future world But while you're in there To maintain the illusion You have to call it Present day
2: world <laughs>
3: None of this future world Don't spin to. out
2: any of those robots All right. That's right, right. Yeah uh, of course, also, there was a 1980s short-lived series. Beyond Westworld? Something like that, yeah. Okay. And then from that, we get the modern reboot. Though, really, it could also be a continuation because there is hints towards this movie, including you see the gunslinger in the background of some shots Oh. at one point. So, I do wonder whether in the alternate world where Westworld is set, yeah. in 1983, there were robot snakes and Yul Brenner's. Yeah, mate, right. You know. And they hushed it up. And they hushed it up. Exactly. Anyway, this has been Westworld. What do you think? Is it good? No. I mean, it's nearly fifty years old. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, look,
3: I'm seeing it through the lens of the future, or as I call it, the present. Yes. And I'm like, you're like, it does seem kind of hokey, but again, that's what maybe that's what it's supposed. to. It was supposed to feel a little like a hokey old timey western, ten minute
2: short film. I feel you can edit this down (laughs) to something very watchable. Yeah. Uh, But if you do want us to come back to future world, uh, let us know. Also, of course, we do our Patreon polls. If you want to vote on things which we discuss every Mm -hmm. week, and if you do want to know what's coming up next week, guess what? Here's a hint. It's Milan, Mason. Oh, we, we just did record- that. We recorded it We recorded the out of order. Because we're, oh, we're in the, the future. We're in the future. <laughs> I've lost track of where we are. But when this comes out, we'll be in the past. Ah, so that's right. But the, a version of us will be in the future. That's right. That's us living our lives. And the people watching it will be in their present, yes. unlike, which they may call the future. Mm. You, they, they can't call it that because it will be their present. That's true. Also, of course, we have a podcast where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. We talk the news of the week. We do a topic. We will talk about Westworld when the season wraps up or just during. Comes De- out every Monday depends morning. Depends how intriguing it is. Absolutely. And how confused
3: it is. Yeah.
2: How confused we are. Mmm, absolutely. Mm. That is also the case. Uh, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Thanks for stopping by and subscribe if you want.
3: Thank you. Grab that gem, you guys. We will see you next week, which you call the future. But at the time. Okay, sorry.
2: It'll be the present for them it'll when be they the present come back. Yeah, 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 <sighs> I think we nailed it, though.
3: <laughs> oh, absolutely. But sometimes I wish we'd lived in simpler times. <laughs> sure. You know, just, just being attacked by snakes and such.
2: <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit
3: planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts
2: from our great mates.
3: I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you.